The Jack of All Nerds is recorded by a live studio audience. Making your way in the world today. It's 8 p.m., kitties, and you know what that means. Guy love, he's mine, I'm his. There's nothing gay about it in our eyes. It's guy love between two. You need to call me, Max Authority, the super lawyer. I'll make those superheroes pay with cash. Next season on Game of Thrones. Wait, what, they're all dead? Everyone in Westeros is dead! You've been listening to The G-Spot, where we play nothing but Kenny G classics for a two-hour block of time. Are you the doctor? Uh, no, I'm the nurse. Where is he? Due to explicit content, listener discretion is advised. On with the show! Hello, and welcome to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. I'm the Jack of All Nerds, Michael Maxwell... Joining me and uh, him and his cell phone, as always. Sorry, guys. I was actually promoting the show this time. So, oh, oh this time. Wow. Well, yeah. Usually, I'm doing something else. He's playing his Star Wars game, or whatever. That Mr. is true. Derek Murray. Hey, guys. <laughs> and filling in in the booth tonight, uh, filling in for Danny, Mr. Blaine Humbles. I was just confirming, <laughs> like you asked me to. He is. He was actually promoting the show. <laughs> Which is that? You, you've, it's confirmed, right? It, got, it is confirmed. Okay, I'm just right, doing good. what I'm doing. What Michael asked me to do. <laughs> I was texting him before the show. Anyway, uh, and we have a special guest in the studio tonight. Uh, writer, uh, thespian, apparently. Um, podcaster. Was it? Did you say amateur cosplayer? Wine connoisseur. Occasional quasi cosplayer. There you go. Right there. Blogger. Social media person all that stuff from hotnerdgirl.com the hot nerd girl tracy hello hello out there in radio land <laughs> thank you so much for being here thank um, you for having me driving over a hundred miles to get here oh my god really i did where did you wait where <laughs> i came from north park which is like downtown san diego area Oh my God. I oh, almost feel she, bad. She did that. Well, I Just felt, for you. I felt bad and, uh, I decided to do something about it. Uh oh. Yeah. So I started an Indiegogo campaign. No. <laughs> um, yes. A Kickstarter? <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, I, I know your love of all things Trek. I do. And so it is rare that I do something like this, but I have, uh, I've brought you a gift. <gasps> For, wow. for driving all this way. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's an insane amount of mileage. Well, this is a first. We don't ever give guests gifts. So. We have, have we, once, we, once or twice. Once I've, or twice? I've done okay. it. But uh, I have for you... <gasps> what? Oh, no! This Diamond Select <laughs> Jean-Luc Picard figure. That is amazing. And there's... Is that look cute? Oh, my God. There's a Borg down there. Yeah. This is amazing. The, oh, he looks so angry. <laughs> Thank you. So regardless of how the show goes, it was worth it was worth it, right? Oh heck yeah. This is amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking the pressure off of us, Mike. I appreciate that. It will never be opened. (laughs) 
I'm just I'm gonna put it right here so I can stare at it the whole time. I'm still mystified at the term angry Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> <laughs> he does look pretty pissed if you can see this action figure. He does. It's but like the, a permascale. The extent of his anger is you brought in the homework from a different class and you turned it into his. It's not quite like you you're a slacker, but you just it's it's usually You're not paying attention to the rules. It's like it's like a look of disappointment yes. more than it is anger. Correct. He it's, also looks like he's in the middle of naying. <laughs> like nay-nay, right? The dance. I'm not very cool. They really, so. like, you could pose, they pose this intentionally, uh, and it is a super awkward pose for him to it, be in. It really does. Yeah. I, she's yeah. kind of right, actually. It's it's very. Either that or he's about ready to do the robot. It's, uh, it's, it's Oh, it's robot. Called, yeah. Right? It's called the Borg. Oh, like, is it called the Borg? Yeah. That, yeah. that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Thank it you. It does make more sense because he is standing on a Borg. <laughs> this is amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm going to take a picture of this and post it. Later oh, yeah. Absolutely. So you all can see it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so again, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk more about you and what you do in a little bit. But before that, we got to talk about the people who allow us to be here the sponsors. That's right, everybody. First up, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. 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 Conveniently located up. Roadhouse. Don't <laughs> no, feel free to jump right in. Yeah, no. Look, Roadhouse is a verb now, so you can join in whenever you want. It's fine. Okay. Conveniently located off the 210 freeway at the Day Creek exit in Rancho Cucamonga, California, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. 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 You don't understand how much joy that brings me when people join in on the on the roadhouse. It's uh, yes, it's it's the uh, highlight. It's it for is. him. That's receiving this figure. It is no. It's oh. the same joy. It's yes. uh, good it's so movie. Good. Even better restaurant. <laughs> See, there you go. Uh, thank you. This hundred miles is worth it already. At least for me, I didn't drive it. Marginal but. movie, marginal restaurant. <laughs> oh, whoa. That hurts, Blaine. That hurts. Whoa. Next week, no roadhouse sponsor. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Take it, take it down a notch, Blaine. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, anyway, they have nightly food specials, drink specials, live entertainment, pub trivia, karaoke, all that kind of good stuff. If you're into sports, they do sports uh, in that they display it on televisions. Like they don't actually like do sports in the bar. They, they that don't. Would be, that yeah. would probably be weird. And thus, my my marginal ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's called sportsing. Oh, that, is that that's the term? There yes, you go. You're sportsing. Right. You're sportsing. Um, yeah. So for more information, visit facebook.com forward slash e roadhouse 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 roadhouse. <laughs> can you please? Can you change the way you said it? Please, every time. please. I don't care what it takes. I need a soundbite of that roadhouse. I need it. I need it for my life. That is. It was great. It was beautiful. It was so good. <laughs> we'll work it out. Uh, <laughs> next up, The Dinner Detective, America's largest interactive murder mystery dinner show. Enjoy a fabulous four-course meal while solving a hilarious murder investigation. For more information, visit thedinnerdetective.com. And if you're purchasing tickets for the Claremont, California location, use the promo code CRIME to get a $5 discount. I've always wanted to do that. You've never done it? I've never done that. I've always wanted to. They're like everywhere now. Everywhere. They used to have two in San Diego, actually. Really? In like North and South San Diego. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know that there was North San Diego. Like, obviously, they're in the realm of directions. Yes, there's a North and a South. But I didn't know that San Diego was so big that they had to like split. You know what I mean? Like dinner detectives had like their own hoods. Mm. So, yeah. 
It's like San Diego and then North County, San Diego. There you go. Right there. Did not know that. Uh, I didn't know either. I don't, I don't get to the beach enough. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Uh, but they're, they're a lot of fun. I, I love them. They're great. And we're not just saying that because we work there. <laughs> <laughs> or currently work there. Or currently, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, and also, Four Color Fantasies comic book store located in Rancho Cucamonga, California. For more information, visit fourcolorfantasies.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash 4CFRancho. And both of those are with the number four, not with it spelled out. Um, speaking of Four Color Fantasies, this past week, we had our latest multiverse throwdown. Yeah. For those of you that aren't uh, aware of what that is, although if you listen to the show, you should. But anyway, uh, it is a live game show that we hold at Four Color Fantasies. This last theme was sci-fi. We had an amazing turnout this time around. Yeah. A lot of fun. We gave away a lot of cool stuff. Including... I, I will I will say this. There were probably some of the best multiverse throwdown rounds I think we've had since we started this game. There mm-hmm. were some classic throwdown arguments. Better than the presidential debate. I'm just going to throw it out there. There were... Or at least on par. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty entertaining. I, I and, enjoyed it very much. And we had a first. We had a, a multiverse throwdown first, and that was that our expert actually won a round. Yeah. Um, which, which is so hard to do, speaking as someone yeah. who had to be the expert. Yeah, because yeah. if you're not familiar, if the expert wins, both contestants lose, they, they don't get a prize. Yeah. And so generally the audience, even if they feel that the expert did well, they're going to side with right. the contestants so they win. And for the first time ever, yeah, uh, they were like, nope. Nope, he gets it. Yep. So. It was, it was pretty solid. Yep. Uh, it's a lot of fun. The next one will be, uh, next month, the uh, second Thursday of the month, and the theme will be Marvel versus DC on that one. Um, which also reminds me that coming up, Four Color Fantasies, private screening of Captain America Civil War. Uh, tickets are on sale now, and we will be there at that screening, doing what we do, giving away prizes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So. Check out Four Color Fantasies for more yeah. information. That is the sponsors, guys. And now it's time for current events. All right. All right. So I have one. Okay. I have one. I actually don't know how current it is. Uh, I'm still adjusting because I had that week with no internet. So it's like a jet lag thing. It's like you a survived. internet lag. I don't know how. I, I'm amazed <laughs> that he's even here right now because yeah. that... I would have just been wandering in the wilderness. I don't know what I would have you, done. You would have. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> for, real. for sure. Um, so they obviously, they a while back, they announced that uh, Indy 5 was a go. Mm-hmm. But then recently, there was uh, something about that Indy 5 is going to basically follow up on the Indy 4 storyline. Yes. I and, did hear about this tragic news. And um, uh, the internet was not happy about it. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you guys think about that? Did you, first off... Tracy, did you, uh, I assume you've seen the Indiana Jones? Of course, yes, of course. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? I have. And what were your thoughts? <laughs> well, I am the kind of moviegoer where I get really excited about things. So the first time I see it, I love it. It doesn't, it can be the worst movie in the world. I mean, you have to try really hard to make me hate a movie. And then I go back and I see it a second time and I see everything that's wrong with it or you know i mm-hmm. i i can see the the ups and the downs whereas the first like man of steel i walked out the first time and i was like this was amazing i saw it a second time and i was like what the hell was i thinking this was a terrible movie <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna do well here this is gonna be yeah. a good place for her 
So naturally, the first time I saw it, I'm like, yeah, Shia LaBeouf going through the trees with monkeys. This is great. Yeah. I'm a big sci-fi person. <laughs> Aliens. Woohoo. You know? <laughs> Aren't there going crystal skulls real? This is great. Um, and then I saw it again and I went, oh, dear God. Um, and I, I know it's the same writer, right? And, uh, but he's done good things before. Uh-huh. So here's hoping. And I think that he will probably take that experience and all the backlash that happened and hopefully go in the right direction. And also you can't entirely blame him because the whole crystal skull thing was really George Lucas's idea and he would not let it go. He would not. Yeah. We've, we've talked about this before, but if you watch any interview about that movie, all of them, every single person that's not George Lucas is like, yeah, we didn't, we didn't want to do this. We, we, We didn't want to do this at all. But he insisted, and he's a billionaire. When your so. own director, when your own director has to, you know, like I don't want to do aliens, <laughs> but then ends up having to do aliens. Yeah. And it's Steven Spielberg yeah. who yeah. loves doing aliens. Yeah, I right. Know. It's it's a bad sign when Steven Spielberg is like, I don't want to do aliens. Yeah, that that should have been the first indicator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I've, I I've, I'm hopeful. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know that I want to see a continuation of that story. I I think uh, if you're going to do if you're going to do an Indy five, either pretend Crystal Skull didn't exist uh, or just give me a standalone film. That's I I would prefer that. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I want to see a continuation of that story. But which honestly, when you look at the track record of indie films like. Even though, yes, there's a universe they've established, you know, Temple of Doom takes place before Raiders and all that kind of stuff. But, like, the films themselves, they don't tie together necessarily. Right. I mean, aside from when uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came back, then Marion showed back up. Mm-hmm. But up to that point, you know, he was like the James Bond of archaeology, like new lady every film. So <laughs> it, you could you could As have done that. As one does. Yeah. So I, it could also a continuation could also mean in 30 seconds they kind of go, hey, remember when we did yeah, that? And then that is on. true. Yeah, that is just true. basically like tying it to yeah. the other and, and one of our yeah, listeners. That's what I was thinking. I was hoping like Kutcher would just show up and be like, you got punk, <laughs> bitches, no aliens, crystal skulls, ha, ha, ha. And then uh, a whole new adventure. Well, and one of our listeners just said, uh, Ron Swallow, he just said, I'm listening and uh, Indiana Jones could be okay without George Lucas. So apparently that's pretty much the only downside. And he's not involved. So, yeah, no, I think that's that's one of those things where you're like, okay, if you're going to continue it, Lucas isn't involved. All right, tell me more. Yeah, like, may- <laughs> oh. maybe maybe I can it, get on. It board could be this. okay. Same with Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much, because really, The Force Awakens is just his story, just better. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's just better. <laughs> I, look, if you're going to ask me, wait, are you saying it's better than A New Hope? Yes. Yeah, I'm officially yep. lodging my complaint on the show. It's a bold statement. Yep. Right yeah. I'm gonna do it. I don't know. I'm gonna I do it. I, I, I actually, I think, I think JoJo agrees with you on that. Though. Yep. So I'm gonna do, look. We have to admit that they're the same movie. They are. Uh, yeah. They're, they're the same movie. They're literally the exact it's same movie. It's a love letter. It, it is a. You're right. It is a love letter. But they they essentially are the same film. And if you're gonna ask me which one I enjoy watching more. I'm I'm gonna say The Force Awakens. I'm sorry. I I wow. that might be Star Wars blasphemy, but I whatever. I mean, none of them are as good as Attack of the Clones. So. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Look, we all know the Phantom Menace is the best Star Wars movie, guys. Right? We all know that. That's universal. 
Anyway. I, that's not, I just want to go on record and say that's not what I actually believe. <laughs> lies. <laughs> All lies. Um, and so I guess rumor is also it's supposed to take place in the 70s, obviously to keep with the aging Harrison Ford. I, look, I, as long as, I think I've said this before, I don't know if I've said it on air, but even if he dies, like if they were just to like weekend at Bernie's him in a string of Indiana Jones films, I would go see them because like I just love Harrison Ford <laughs> yeah. as Indiana Jones. Like that's just, that's just me. But he is getting up there. He, and he is. Is this just the year we kill off all of his characters? <laughs> I, I was find that a spoiler it, alert? I, was, God, is, right. If you don't know have by you now. Have you really not seen it? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> is he killed by Shia LaBeouf, though, uh, like in <laughs> like in the Force Awakens? Uh, <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. That would be so bad if there's just some scene where Shia LaBeouf is pretending to cry. And he's like, I'm being torn apart. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And then he kills him with a fire ant or something. I don't know. No, like a, a red uh, three-pronged whip. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Yeah. Let's, no, let's We just wrote Indiana happen. Jones 5. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get JJ on the phone. There let's it is. Let's happen. call him up. Uh, but Ron's, Ron, uh, he did comment. He said, look, no aliens. And maybe uh, they decide kind of the way the X-Files did it where they're like, hey, it wasn't aliens. It's like a secret organization that's like a big conspiracy thing. No, no, those no. were those were. What were Didn't in, X Files do that? Inter- well, they did. They did. <laughs> they were sorry. They weren't aliens. They were interdimensional beings. <laughs> oh, that's right. Wow. Not, I not, you remember that. Not the Illuminati. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I can't tell you how much that makes me hate George Lucas. <laughs> He couldn't just say fucking yeah. aliens. When like an entire part of the countryside disappears, you can't be like, "Oh, it was a big conspiracy." I don't. You can't. You can't explain that away. I'm sorry. It's. It. That's what it is. Yeah. Wait. So does this mean we're gonna see him in bell bottoms? <laughs> it's in the seventies, <laughs> and are there still gonna be Nazis? Because it right doesn't like that's kind of a prerequisite for Indiana Jones. There has to be Nazis. Yeah, well, they did. Remember, they were in Crystal Skull, they replaced them with Russians. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Ro- right. Rocky Russians. and Bullwinkle? Yeah. yeah. Kind of what oh, it was. that's all. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Wow. So who... I haven't seen it since it was in the theater, actually. I, I, I think Skull. I watched it once, and that was enough. Like, I could not stand to watch it again. I own it. But I, in all fairness, Why? I bought like a collector set oh. that had all the movies. Oh, okay. So... But that was one, too, that uh. I saw... Went to the midnight screening and was like, yeah, it's indie. And then afterwards it was, was one of those where it didn't hit me right away. And then I was like, wait, he caught up with the trucks while swinging on Vaughn. No. <laughs> so yeah, that's, yeah. I think I fell asleep. I I, I'm going to be honest. I think there's parts of that movie I still haven't seen. <laughs> oh, I have movies like that where I, no matter how many times I try, mm-hmm. I, I fall asleep every time. You know what movie is like that for me? I own it. Did you want to see all of it? No, I, I don't. No, no, I don't actually. <laughs> I'm fine with the black spots okay. the, in that film. Uh, you know what movie is like that for me? 28 weeks later. Really? Yeah. I, I saw it, uh, incredibly inebriated in the theater uh to the point where i almost got escorted out it was a very dark time in my life um and i you know and then i went back and i was like oh you know what i'm not inebriated now i'm a little bit more adult i can control myself i'm gonna sit down and watch this movie still haven't seen it all the way through i can't fall asleep during zombies i'm too scared of them they keep me from sleeping really yeah i it i that movie i just wait that movie was about zombies 
or something. I don't know. Oh, we're not Rage talking about zombies. we're not talking about the uh, the uh, Sandra Bullock movie. Wait, what movie is no. that? No, not twin. No, that's the the one where she's in Tw- rehab. Is it twenty eight no. days? Twenty eight days. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's Wasn't not. Wasn't Viggo Mortensen in that movie? Yeah, actually? no, we're not. We're not talking about. But Hawkeye oh. is in Twenty Eight oh. Weeks Later. Well, that's uh, uh, as a sniper. Yeah, uh, and Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I just remember the way that whole plague restarted was that he made out with a zombie, and I was like, nope, that's the dumbest <laughs> plot device I've ever. Nope, I'm out. Well, I'm done. In all fairness, they were married, so they'd seen each other. They've woken up next to each other. They've seen each other in zombie form at one time or you another. Just thought it was morning, bro. Yeah, no, I no couldn't. I couldn't buy it. He's like the head of security to like reinvent London, and he's like, oh yeah, I can see the crazy rage in your eye, but we should totally make out right now. That's why the British Empire is always destined to fall. <laughs> but the the doctor will save the British Empire. <laughs> <laughs> can we do a 28 days what? later or isn't there yeah. a 28 months later movie coming out can they have the doctor in there god no is there is there another one i, I think there is isn't there's, there, there's rumors out. right i don't think I, I don't think that's official i feel like google needs to yeah. look this i, I don't think that's official you know what i always fall asleep during is napoleon dynamite really i've never seen the end of that movie i don't like that movie really my fr- no. my, my best friend dated pedro wow she i mean may, she maybe meet him he was Odd bird. <laughs> so, so he's, he's Pedro. <laughs> well, and no, no, definitely oh, not. No. In a very different kind of weird. Ah, no, but he's a, he's one of those guys that's weird in everything he's in. Yeah, there's not been anything he's done where he's not weird. Yeah, it's where one of those is bound to be his actual personality. <laughs> so. I think he has a twin brother. Really? I think he does. Yeah. You got to stop dropping this information that I have to look at. <laughs> Um, it, well, according to Google, that's how many search results there were. Uh, also known as the Oracle. Yes. There's, it's, it, all this stuff is speculation. It just yeah, says it that's might, what I might, oh. might happen. Yeah. Might happen. So. Hi, me. So sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's, yeah, that's all I got for the indie thing. And yeah. Did you have something? Um, I thought I, you had something. I do. I don't know if anybody really wants to talk about well, it. Make it um, short. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sony, in all their wisdom, you know, since they've made so many, <laughs> yeah, they've made so many great Adam Sandler films, uh, they have decided that their next step in reinventing themselves and making good films. Wait, is Adam Sandler playing the new Spider-Man? <laughs> nope. Okay, thank God. Nope. Not, it's pretty close though. Okay. Uh, they are actually making an emoji movie. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's it. They're, they're making an emoji movie. Is that because of Deadpool? <laughs> Cause I feel like everything's because of Deadpool now. That, yeah, and since I he think used so the too. poop emoji. Yeah. Hypostrophe D. I feel yeah. Like, okay. It's, I, I don't, I, I don't understand. Like they're, first off, how, how do you make that into a movie? Oh, how you ask? Well, they've already come up with a plot synopsis. Oh no. Yeah. Guess what? Inside your iPhone, there is a land of emojis. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> that's... So, wait, what was that car- That one that just came out, Inside Out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so no, that's, that? that's it. It's Inside Out with emojis. That's so, what it is. So your emojis have feelings. Yeah. 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 That's... 
And so I, is there going to be arguing from that one weird faced emoji when he, you know, the little sideways one that nobody uses? Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, going to be like, nobody ever plays with me. Nobody ever puts me in their yeah. text. And yeah, pixels too. That's what this is. And, and I'm the, actually and speechless. The, is the eggplant voiced by a black guy? Is that how oh that works? God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, man, why do I look like a penis? Hey, yo, man, what's up? Hey, that's the shit emoji over there. What's up, shit? I have no idea what they're going to... How are you going to do a poop emoji with eyes in real animation? I don't know, but... I'm it, so glad we took the picture with the poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be voiced by Adam Sandler, though. Oh, for sure. It's a circle. Oh, for sure. They can't just make one mistake. They've got to make multiple mistakes. And I thought all the Hasbro movies that were announced were dumb, like Hungry Hungry Hippos and Monopoly. No. Yeah. No, No, they are not. Yes, they are. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. Is that Sony, too? No. No. I don't think so on those. I don't know. It's just Hasbro Entertainment and whoever (sighs) they partner up with. She just isn't having it. Hungry Hungry Hippo, the movie. You don't get me wrong. Amazing game, even better dorm game when you're using laundry baskets (laughs) and (laughs) those little balls from like McDonald's playing grounds. But a movie. Yeah, but mm. how, how do you make it a movie? That's obviously they'll get Michael Bay involved. They'll basically, it'll be Transformers with giant balls. Or Battleship. Yeah, because that was Battleship could have actually been done well if it had been like a period piece and yeah. with actual battleships sure. <laughs> facing other battleships. But no, we're going to throw robots in that look like Transformers and well, make yeah. the dumbest movie possible. That made me really, I'm a Navy brat and I was really excited to see a movie about the Navy and Battleship because I love that game and it made me very sad. <laughs> That's what it should have. Yeah, it should. Yeah, it, your, your, first clue should have your, your first clue should have been Rihanna. Uh, as a star. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's my current event. That's, um, that's really sad. I've been sad about it ever since. (laughs) That was a terrible current event. I, you know, it's just what's amazing to me. This is what's amazing to me is that Sony is like, they, they had their huge hack and like, they were they were going through all the stuff about all the things that they wanted to try to reinvent and they were finally like they let marvel use spider-man like they were on track to do these great things because of all the horrible decisions they've made and then their big announcement is this piece of shit emoji movie and it's like Which, did co- we not learn anything coincidentally that will be a big hack <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and on that note, we have to take our first commercial break of the evening. But when we come back, no more talk about emojis. Maybe. May- maybe. <laughs> I might just throw them in there just to, you know. Possibly. Keep, keep it alive. If you could just do them in emoji form so we can't hear you, that would be <laughs> terrific. Uh, but no, when we come back, we're going to talk more about our guest, hot nerd girl, Tracy. We're going to learn, you know, what makes her tick. Um, you know, her rise to fame. Her battle with drugs. Oh my god. And then the band reunion. All yeah. that stuff. Yeah. On, Behind the music. Yes. Yeah. That's what this is. I, I don't know if you that could possibly be an intervention, but we don't know yet. We'll figure that out. <laughs> so if you wish to join the conversation, give us a call on 909-989-0789 or message us on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Jack of All Nerds. We will be right back. And whosoever hippo gets the most marbles wins. Playing hungry, hungry hippos. Hungry, hungry hippos. Hungry, Hungry Hippos from Hasbro. When the normal BS just won't do. Chaoticradio.com 
When it comes to your vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. But with so many options, it can be hard to find an honest and reliable shop. That's where Mike's Automotive comes in. At Mike's Automotive, we have a commitment to honest service at a reasonable price. Located in the heart of Upland, Mike's Automotive is ready to prove to you that honest auto repair still exists. So for starters, bring your car in for any major service and your oil change is on us. Call for an appointment today, 909-373-3040. That phone number again is 909-373-3040. Or find us on the web at mikesautomotiveandtire.com. Have you ever fell victim to a misleading furniture ad? You know the ones that overpromise and underdeliver. Most of those companies promise big savings but always fall short. Comfort Plus Mattress and Furniture in Rancho Cucamonga is here to change your furniture shopping experience. Quality, a huge selection, and the best pricing. Comfort Plus has it all. You can furnish your entire home at a fraction of retail pricing. Call Comfort Plus now for our current specials, 909-481-3300. Comfort Plus is conveniently located on 4th Street between Archibald and Haven, just north of the 10 Freeway in beautiful Rancho Cucamonga. Comfort Plus Mattress and Furniture offers your family a difference you can feel. For more info, go to comfortplus.biz or call 909-481-3300. Make sure to mention Chaotic Radio. That's comfortplus.biz or call 909-481-3300. Eat, drink, play, watch football all season long at Dave & Buster's. Come watch your favorite team at the best damn sports bar ever. We're open early every Sunday just for you. Make Dave and Buster's of Ontario Mills Mall your favorite football season destination. Come get your game on. Hey, what's up, guys? It's the barber from the Rantaholics. As some of you know, I may or may not have paid a visit to a courtroom in my life. Okay, maybe two. This doesn't make me the brightest bulb, but one thing is for sure, I always remember to call attorney Scott Henry. When they say to me, who's your one phone call, you best believe I'm calling attorney Scott Henry. At the law offices of Scott Henry, criminal defense is what they eat for breakfast. Don't leave your future in freedom up to some fly-by-night attorney that your mom met at bingo. Take it from me, these things are important. If the popo's got your number, you better have attorney Scott Henry's. Oh, and did I mention he specializes in DUI? If you should have called Uber, but you didn't, then call Scott Henry today. His number is 888-444-7210. That number again is 888-444-7210. Don't mess around, friends. It's your future. Scott is also on the interwebs at www.duipractice.com. Don't take chances. Call a professional. Hey, what's up? This is Chappie from Chaotic Motorsports. Have you been thinking about riding a motorcycle? I have. Maybe for saving time and money on your commute or just being a weekend warrior. Then reach out to the crew at RideRight.net. RideRight is the state's leading certified motorcycle training school that will help you get your DMV riding requirements to get your license fast. Hey, everyone. This is Zig from the Zig Zone. And not only do I raid the airwaves on my show, but I also have been a rider for more than 30 years. I am also a motor. Motorcycle training instructor for Ride Right. I've been teaching for Ride Right for over a decade 
and I can tell you that all of the instructors are fantastic. Whether you're new to riding or currently riding and want to improve your skills, Ride Right is for you. It's easy and very affordable. With three locations in California to serve you, Riverside, Van Nuys, and Temecula, and more on the way, go to their website at riderite.net. That's R-I-D-E-R-I-T-E.net, or you can call them at 951-736-8179. That's 951-736-8179. So even if you don't have a bike, call them. They supply the bikes for training and can help you get your license. Make sure you tell them Zig sent you and mention Chaotic Radio for a special discount. I will see you there. Looking for a reliable, honest attorney that can do it all? Look no further than the law firm of Jasmine Pico. Jasmine Pico is proficient in bankruptcy, traffic, and criminal cases. Jasmine also specializes in estate planning and letting her set up your will and trust in assets are protected. Located in the city of Rancho Cucamonga, Jasmine Pico is the go-to attorney of the Inland Empire. Contact Jasmine at 909-906-1010. That number again is 909-906-1010. For Jasmine Pico, attorney at law. You're listening to the Deadpool Show, starring me, Deadpool. What? What do you mean that's not on the cards? Oh, all right. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. <laughs> Chaotic. I'm going to go get some pancakes. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, we've got hot nerd girl in the studio, Tracy. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, so let's let's talk about you, shall we? I mean, we're going to talk about you like you're not in the room, but oh, nice. uh, but we're going to let you start because <laughs> that's only fair. That's awkward. Uh, so I'm still laughing from like the nerd rage that was just happening the, during the commercial break about the mighty ducks of all things. <laughs> It was amazing to witness, everyone. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm very passionate he's, about he's my very, Mighty Ducks. No, he's very passionate about anything Emilio, really. That is true. I do. I <laughs> I would be the guy that's like, Emilio! That would be me. It's that would totally completely be me. understandable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's, so, so you do many a thing. I do. Uh, yeah. It, it's really hard to give an elevator pitch, which I get asked to do all the time. And I'm like, I nerd good. <laughs> strong, real strong. Right, that's what I thought. But did you, did you say you give good nerd. I do. That's... I give great nerd. <laughs> I give the best nerd. Slow and sexy. All right. Um, <laughs> Soundbite number two. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's uh, break these down into categories, shall we? So you you write things i do i i write things i i do have a blog it's a little woefully out of date at the moment but i'm getting back into it um and i also write science fiction and fantasy so in fact that's how i started talking to jojo was she i, I think she bought both one or both of the anthologies that i have a story in so mm-hmm. um so thanks jojo yeah. <laughs> no, and she she loves you by the way uh, like I love her. She, she might love you more than she loves me and that's i don't know how to feel about that but uh, 
she's the reason that you're here because she put us in contact. And so thank you very much, my lady. Yes, thank you. Your lady. <laughs> <laughs> so formal. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I write a, a lot and, um, I also have had a couple podcasts. Um, I am a occasional quasi cosplayer, as we said before, which basically means that I'm a nerd who dresses up sometimes for fun. Yeah. That's, that's us, except that's, is it for fun? I, I mean, yes. Or is it for attention? Both. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not a huge fan of attention. Oh yeah, no, I no, I <laughs> so I don't usually dress like I, I'm going around. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I get sad when I don't get attention. Oh really? Uh, yeah. yeah, when I if I dress up and I don't get attention, it's heartbreaking. But anyways, <laughs> oh, that's a different podcast. Um, <laughs> that sad nerd guy <gasps> podcast. Oh, <laughs> don't awe wah, him. Wah. Yeah, don't no, don't, don't, I don't, okay. I don't deserve the us <laughs> at all. So you were saying. So I, you know, it's, I, I've been going to conventions for, got a lot more years than I care to admit, but, um, I would go through an entire convention without saying a single word to a single person. I was a complete wallflower. And then when I started doing the, the blog about six years ago, I would go with my mom and my sister-in-law and my friend Hayden. And, uh, they would be like talking to somebody and they'd be like, Oh, this is my sister-in-law. Hot nerd girl. And I would be, I would hear them start to mention me and I would be halfway across the convention floor <laughs> running in the opposite direction. So doing, I've, I've kind of slowly warmed up into it and I'm, I'm owning it better now. So now I've, it, it's actually helped me quite a bit with um, just kind of social awkwardness, anxiety, all that fun stuff. So, but I still I have a little hard, a bit of a hard time. So when I do convention coverage, I just have like my HNG t-shirt. I don't usually do costumes, but if I have a booth, then I do a costume because then people come up and they're like, oh, Captain Hammer or whatever, whatever yeah. it is I'm wearing. And and then of course I do the, the Star Wars steampunk universe stuff, which I kind of got weirdly roped into by cosplayer friends of mine just for Star Wars celebration. And then, um, Lucasfilm spotted us and was like, hey, we want to license you. And all of a sudden we're kind of this, you know, big thing. We do a lot of charity work, which is why I love it so much. I love doing the the charity stuff. So that's my like official cosplay is like that. They they reached out to you, Lucasfilm, and was like, we want to license you guys. Like that's, that's they, insane. They saw us at Celebrate. So we we like a, you. Yeah, yeah. It, it's um they, they saw our panel at Star Wars Celebration. And, or, or they saw us walking around, something like that. I don't, you'd have to, ask, I, I can't remember the whole story. I was, I was literally I would, there like, just to like, I would love to ask them, the what's panel. their phone number? <laughs> right? You know, I, I don't even know actually what their phone number is. We only have like one person who knows. And so he's like our contact with them. But, um, but yeah, it's, um, so much fun. And we're, as far as I know, we're, because the 501st and groups like that are so amazing and they have every, you know, Boba Fett scratch to the last detail right. and it's it's very much has to be spot on and we get to have fun because steampunk anything goes so you look <laughs> at each of our costumes and each one is kind of a different style of steampunk so yeah we just kind of have a blast with it and get to do some really amazing charity work so costumes aside i would love to see like a steampunk millennium falcon <laughs> that would be awesome like or any of those yeah, like a diesel punk Death Star. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. No, for sure. One of our uh, Baron von Mall, who is a uh, he uses a fencing mask. He's uh, he's kind of a master plumber 
type thing. And he, I think, was going to do an ad at. So we'll see how that goes. Do it, Shaler. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause that's like, obviously, you know, costumes are a little bit easier to do that, but, but it, to immerse yourself in that entire world, like seeing how the vehicles and stuff like that would look, I think would be pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. So somebody, somebody get on it. Yes. Lucas films. <laughs> yeah. Lucas film. Come on. Make that happen. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> We're firing out ideas here. They're not listening. No. Okay. Cue right. awkward silence. Yeah. They're not. They're not listening. They're I was just trying. I was trying. I, was I would, trying I would to... like to. I would like to think that they're listening. Yeah. But they're not listening. Okay. Well, so, yeah. you never know. Some someday. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. It's, it's entirely possible. Um, so yes. Uh, aside from from that, uh, you said you mentioned uh, that you do some podcasts. Yeah, so I, I I do an HNG podcast with um, a good friend of mine, Darcy. We've been friends since college, and we actually shout out to Darcy. We need to do that again. Um, and then I did a podcast for a, a year um, called Pod Thingy, and that was with uh, there's a really amazing amazing horror writer. His name is John Mulhall. Um, if you haven't read his books and you're even remotely into horror or any kind of, um, kind of psychological thriller type books, his stuff is incredible. It was like number one on Amazon and all kinds of stuff. So, um, Getty's Moon is the main book. Uh, so he kind of got us all together. And then we had a kind of all around nerd who also happened to be a rock star. And then, uh, I mentioned Hayden earlier. So, um, me doing the HNG stuff kind of inspired him to do a blog called Geek Outlaw. So it was the writer, the rock star, the outlaw, and the nerd girl. And, uh, when you say rock star, now do you mean like he's like just like a, like a rock star in the nerd world or you mean like he's a legitimate rock star? Like- he, so he has actually passed away about a year ago. So, okay. um, he, but yeah, you know, he was in his genre. He was a legitimate, Rock star. So he's a musician. Okay. Yeah, lead singer. Okay. Gotcha. Well, yeah. I've had to ask because you could be, you know, I could be like, Derek, you're a rock star in comedy. But- uh, which wouldn't be true, <laughs> yeah. but no, his band I was- would gladly take the compliment. <laughs> I mean. No, he was the lead singer of a band called Idiot Stare, and they had some really amazing, amazing music. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I've, and I've met uh, Geek Outlaw at a couple of conventions. Um, he's, he's really hard to miss if you guys don't. If you don't know him, oh, uh, yeah. because of his outfit that he wears, I mean, it's, he has the whole kind of a ca- cowboy hat thing going on. Uh, and he has like a Ghostbuster-y type yeah, jersey it's that he wears. Hockey jersey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, you'd know it if you saw it. And <laughs> like, you can probably. hear him too, cause he wears spurs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you hear this ching, 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 like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he has a backpack that usually like dragging. So it's like ching, 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 ching. Yeah. You always know when Hayden's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and he has toys strapped everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and so in that, the pod thing, it was just, did you guys, uh, what was the theme of it? Was there a theme? Was it just anything? Goes? Um, if we had a theme, it was probably, we, we called it Grinks with Deeks, which was, we got drunk and tried to come up with a name and drinks with geeks and somebody, because they were drunk, said grinks with deeks. So, Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> basically we would get drunk and podcast about nerd things. So it was kind of, you know, we had current events. We usually, uh, we oftentimes probably about half the time would have a guest of some sort. We had some really amazing guests. We had 
John Cryer and Todd Stashwick and um, people from um, Power Rangers and all, I mean Aaron Eisenberg from uh, Star Trek: Two Space Nine, like just really like amazing, amazing guests. So um, awesome! Yeah, I miss it. So we'll see. We'll see if it comes back at any point in another version. It's hard, you know. It's when mm-hmm. somebody that you care about so so much, um, and all of a sudden they're not there anymore. It's kind of yeah, that um, yeah, that actually hits a little close to home with it us does. because it of does. Our, our engineer for the show uh, recently passed. Oh God, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, well, let's uh, let's liven things back up. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Sad face emoji. <laughs> Which is the it's the shit emoji upside down. That's what that is? Sad face. It's chocolate ice cream. <laughs> So tired Except of being that it's not. <laughs> it's frozen yogurt, right? Nobody That's... thinks it's chocolate ice cream. Because if it were, wouldn't there be a white one for vanilla ice cream? Or am I just wrong here? Who eats vanilla ice cream? Uh, it's only chocolate. Well, ice cream. I don't eat any because I'm a diabetic. But if I had to choose, I'd go swirl. Oh, this just keeps mint getting chip. happier. Mint and chip all day long. Oh, I don't. I don't take being a diabetic as a sad thing. <laughs> oh, but we do. Oh, well, thank you for your pity. I guess. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure how to take that. Happening. I like, I used to be my own party favor with the diabetes. So that's cool. Did you poke yourself? No. Well, cause if everybody oh. would be like, I, I would be at a party and, and I'd be like, oh, I gotta go take my shot. And everybody would be like, whoa, 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 everyone gather around. Mike's taking a shot. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So they would gather around to watch me take the shot and I would, I would inject the needle into my stomach. And then while everybody was like intently looking at me, I would lift my hands up and I'd be like, what? And the needle would just be like hanging out of my body <laughs> and everybody would flip out and run away. And then wow. I would, and I would giggle to myself. Like that's so, yeah. I, it's the I, little things. It's the little is, things. I think all this time he's not really a diabetic, Derek. This is just, this is just the attention getting <laughs> yeah, mechanism. Yeah. No, I life. think so. I, I think I need to come up with something else. Yeah. You need to do this. <laughs> I need a disease too. Oh, oh my goodness. No. Wow. I think you have a disease. I do. I, it's I do. Your, it's it's your just, phone usage. It's just, no, 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 not even. That's that's an addiction. It's a totally different thing. <laughs> it's not even. I can quit my phone anytime I want to, Mike. Sure, sure you can. <laughs> as he's scrolling. Yeah, yeah don't, he's, don't as he's on the phone. Don't judge me. Neither one of you. <laughs> you don't know my life. <sighs> so you mentioned that you've been kind of running around ragged these last uh, couple of weeks. Is that is there anything you can talk about that you want to talk about? Um, guy, jeez, <laughs> so much pressure. Um, um, well, I, I mean, I just came from doing a Star Wars fan film. I, I was just an extra, and it, we, you know, we were just kind of in the audience for oh, okay. this. Uh, but it's a Lucasfilm fan festival, so uh, fan film festival. So I'm excited to see that. Um, d- just doing a lot of charity stuff. I've been trying to fit in as much as I can because I'm about to take off for two months. So uh, I'll, I'll, I will. I will. Come in my mouth. Um, I yeah, will be for sure. Just play that in reverse. I, yeah. you know, it's a hidden message. <laughs> Soundbite number three. Uh, yeah, so I'm pretty much going to be out of commission for about two months. Although I am going to come back kind of in the middle because, uh, the Del Mar Fair this year. I'm sorry, the San Diego County Fair. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> whoa. 
don't <laughs> know. No, I love it. I love it. But for, it was, you know, when you grow up and it's the Delmar Fair, it's like you just call it Delmar Fair. Yeah. Anyway, so they're doing a big uh, Alice in Wonderland steampunk theme this year and they're doing a Star Wars steampunk universe day. So I'm going to, I managed to finagle so they could come back for that. So I'm really excited. And other than that, I'll be gone. Where, where, where are you going? I am going uh, basically all up and down the East Coast. It's for work. It's boring. Oh, well. Well, that's better than, I mean, what you could have said. You're like, well, I'm actually an interdimensional being. (laughs) I should have said that. Missed opportunity. That that would have been strong. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. You know, they always go home, right? No, you'd have been like, get out. (laughs) Let's not kid ourselves. All right. That's probably true. (laughs) All right. It's a, it's a good thing. You should have just stuck with me, what you know. <laughs> so, uh, I want to talk more about your writing for a brief moment. Oh, okay. Um, so sci-fi stories, short stories, long stories, um, novels. Both, but haikus. the ones that have been published have been short stories, short stories thus okay. far. Um, yeah, I don't mean, it's funny because the um, the publisher is has had been following my blog and he was doing this anthology called Forging Freedom and every single story had the the theme of freedom somehow in it and I loved the concept because there was fiction and nonfiction and the nonfiction in particular was intriguing for me because people were writing about family history things you know like you know relatives that had been slaves things like that um, a guy who had escaped from China. Mm-hmm. All kinds of just really amazing stories. And I think he wanted some more sci-fi in there. So he wrote me and said, hey, can you do a sci-fi story? And I, I said, yes, yes, I can. And then my life got crazy busy. And he kept sending me email reminders like, hey, how's that sci-fi story coming along? And I'm like, I'm so busy. I'm sorry. Like, keep reminding me. And then I finally wrote him and I said, your deadline is coming up and I'm sorry, I've been so busy that I haven't written anything. And he goes, well, we'll extend it a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. So I basically told everybody, don't talk to me. And I sat down and in about six hours, I just like banged out this story and um, went through one big rewrite based on a couple people who read it and their feedback, um, which took about probably two hours. So in about eight hours, I kind of wrote this story called Montaku and, um, and yeah, and he, they apparently liked it. (laughs) It ended up being the, you know, the kind of the big finale of the, of the anthology. And the next year they decided to split up the, the fiction and nonfiction. So they did, uh, uh, dimensions. Yeah. Forging freedom dimensions. And, uh, I ended up doing a sequel to the Montaku story, which was called Haffer. And uh, hopefully at some point I'll do a full-length version of that story. Now, do either of these stories involve robots or aliens or alien robots? Aliens. Okay. Yeah, not robots. Interdimensional beings. Interdimensional beings, exactly. <laughs> yes. Get it right, guys. <laughs> And you know, and they 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 kind of interbreed with humans and yeah, girl, yeah, mm. get it, chicka, chicka, uh. wow, wow. <laughs> love that interspecies stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the ultimate strange, right? It is no, it, like for sure, it has to be. I think it depends on the alien, really, or the species. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I there's you know, I don't look at the queen from aliens, and I'm like, yeah, I'd love to hit that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but Jedzia Dax, did you look at 
like any trill ever and just be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> How far down do the spots go? <laughs> right? Am I the only one? <laughs> that was so strong. So strong. No? But it's, it's, I, it's one thing when they actually look, when they're humanoid, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's an easier sell than, say, like, um, like a Dalek or something. <laughs> I, first off, I don't even know where you would insert something. I don't something. think there are female Daleks. I, I don't even know that much about Doctor it, Who, and okay. I would say that's probably well, not. Hold, no, hold I, up, hold up, hold up. First off, get back to, to your thing, your point right then. Uh, when it's an alien, does it matter, male, female? Is it really, like when you're, when you're crossing the species threshold, does it, is there really a gay or straight situation happening there? Yes, Mike. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, Blaine. Look, Blaine, Blaine Mike. has interdimensional standards, apparently. You're still, look, you, you, it's the same old rule. Once you, <laughs> you suck one alien D. <laughs> You're an alien D sucker. Well, it's just, just well, how it is. I'm just saying, if you want to go, if you want to go to the the realm of Doctor Who, like the Cybermen, right? They were made up of men and women, but they're not called Cyberwomen. They're just called Cybermen. Like, can you get it on? I mean, first off, it would probably hurt. Um, just saying, they're all metal. But you know, I'm just things to think about. I think it becomes non-functioning once you are upgraded. That's really a shame. Like, I don't know how they live with themselves. I mean, their reproductiveness is not exactly. Yeah. They basically become like the Borg at that point. They're just they they just want to assimilate everything. Exactly. Are we still talking exactly. about Daleks? I don't who. No, no we're talking who about Cybermen. Get it right. Cyber. Okay, I'm sorry. I I got lost in the interdimensional think, sexual relationship. I think I was just trying to avoid Alien D. That's all. <laughs> I think what's most important is you remember we're just talking about sex with aliens. Yeah, that's, no, that's yeah. exactly no. I I yeah. was on board with that. I I just okay. wanted to, I was trying to figure out which aliens we were having sex well, with. Well, okay, Tech Blaine. So if you let's say you're cruising around a, an alien spacecraft, right, and you see like these big egg sacks on the floor, and one of them opens up and a face hugger latches out and rams something down your throat does that make you a homosexual it makes me it makes me violated i don't know did i enjoy it i don't I, that is on you sir i don't know your preferences yeah i don't know how you feel about the face hugger when you have an overpositive ram down your throat and eggs laid in your stomach if that turns you on that's your own thing you know what i'm saying yeah but okay so this still lies with me my me personally right like, yes. I, like, I, well, I feel okay like it would that. have to be right like yeah. it's you know it's gonna all come down to pre- me personally I'm not mean, down with facehugger sex. I'm I just mean, gonna you got throw a really cool story, though. I mean, think about it. Like, nobody's gonna trump your story, like, at a party. <laughs> nobody's trump, you know, cause you know there's always the dude that has to tell you the story about the chick, you know, his conquest. And you're like, look, dude, hold on a second. I got you, I got you beat. I got like, you all beat. I got you beat in so many ways. A facehugger had sex with me. And I can now modify it a little bit. If a facehugger had sex with you, though, then your diabetic needle story is going to be... No, or yeah. that, like, that's not going to be the party favor because him actually having an alien burst out of his chest, which that's is going to happen, yeah, that's true. is going to be the party favor. Look, somebody tells me at a party that they had a facehugger latch onto their face, I can top it. And I'd be like, yeah, well, so what? I was in the same scenario, only it mistook my ass for my face. Guess where it hooked up? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> No. What in the fuck was that? That doesn't top that story. No, no, no it does not at all. Ass hugger? No. Okay. How did we even get on this? Topic? I don't know. This spiraled. This spiraled this, way out yeah, of control. This, this guy. You, this in, is clearly your first time but, listening to the show. Yeah. No. This. This got to a dark place. But in all, in, a, in all fairness, how how do face huggers just instinctively know where the mouth and the 
You know what I mean? Facehuggers are clearly men. No, facehuggers are men. I'll <laughs> prove it to you. I'll prove it to you. Here's how I will prove it to you that they are most certainly men because it really doesn't matter where they put it. Uh, they put it somewhere, preferably moist. They can really don't really care. There's not a lot of uh, discretion there. And that, my friend, is every man I've ever met. They are very non-discriminatory. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. As long as they are Jeez. in control. <laughs> I feel really bad she drove 100 miles to talk about alien sex. And you can't jinx me. Like, how do I know you do the rest of the show without talking? You just owe me a Coke. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or a Red Bull or five-hour energy, whichever exactly, one she wants. Exactly. All right. Uh, well, on that note, it's time for our next commercial break. So uh, while, while we're away, just ponder the possibilities of where you could be probed by a face hugger. I guess. I don't know. Um, I promise you we will not be talking about that anymore <laughs> when we come back. <laughs> I promise nothing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, wow. All right. Well, if you wish to join the conversation, give us a call on 909-989-0789 or messages on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Jack of All Nerds. We will be right back. Because the rest is just a waste of time. Riddle me this, Batman. Where can I find the best selection of comic books in the Inland Empire? I'm not playing your twisted game, Nigma. Oh, just answer the question, Batsy, and we'll let you go. <laughs> yes, unless you think you have something to fear. You might want to find someone to write new riddles. The answer is Four Color Fantasy's comic book store in Rancho Cucamonga. They have the biggest selection of comics, graphic novels, and collectibles. For more information, visit them on the web at fourcolorfantasies.com or give them a call at 909-563-8751. Fourcolorfantasies.com, 909-563-8751. He got every detail correct. Well, who came up with this ridiculous question? You did. Oh, you're right. I guess we'll leave that to you next time. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we have to let him go. But I didn't get to use my fear toxin. The Vendor Cycle Works is a full-service and custom-bike build repair shop specializing in motor rebuilds, transmission work, insurance repairs, performance mods, and much, much more. Avenger Cycle Works. I am Zig, owner of Avenger Cycle Works in San Bernardino. I'm a rider just like you, and I ride every day. I'm also a rider coach, and know that a motorcycle needs to be in top shape. Whether it's just cruising down the road, hitting your favorite canyon, track day, or playing in the dirt, I have 30-plus years' experience and hope I can take care of your bike like it's my own. Call us today at 909-387-9700. That's 909-387-9700. Or take a look at our website at AvengerCycleWorks.com. We back our work and writing. Shiny side up. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. 
Dragon Sons Termite and Pest Control. Family owned and operated. Proudly serving the Inland Empire for over 20 years. Nice, friendly, trained technicians. Specializing in treatments for ants, spiders, fleas, ticks, and roaches. We also take care of gophers and rodents. Getting bites and not quite sure from what? Ask about our bed bug detection and treatment offers. Military and senior discounts are available. Don't forget to mention our free termite inspections. Call Craig and Sons toll-free 800-281-2219. No gimmicks or long-term contracts. Just good old-fashioned quality service from our family to yours. Are you and your friends looking for a fun night out, but you're tired of the same old gathering spots? Then you need to get roadhoused. The Etiwanda Roadhouse, located at 12583 Highland Avenue in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Conveniently located near the Day Creek exit off the 210 freeway. The Etiwanda Roadhouse has nightly food specials, drink specials, pub trivia, karaoke, live entertainment and dancing, and all your favorite sports displayed on large flat screen televisions. For more information, check them out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash E Roadhouse. That's facebook.com forward slash E Roadhouse. Get roadhoused at the Etiwanda Roadhouse. I'm a champion. Realize Shaq's mechanism. Gosh, kill him for rat. He's not your normal PSA. Don't be stupid. Don't drink and drive. If you're going to go out and have a good time, it's fine. But designate a driver to drive home. Let's stop the madness. Don't drink and drive. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Millions of Americans every day are shedding unwanted pounds by taking tested and proven ultra-liposhtick. Carbohydrates are bad, bad. Our carbo-fighting antioxidant is good, good. Just listen to these satisfied customers. My name is Gal, and I lost like 20 pounds on ultra-liposhtick. My name is Jared, and I lost 46 pounds using ultra-liposhtick. My name is Zach, and I actually gained weight. This stuff sucks! Ultra-liposhtick is safe and easy to inject. Just three doses, four times a day, discreetly underneath your fingernail. Listen to this. I used Ultra Lipo Stick and suffered from side effects like uncontrollable greasy discharge. Ultra Lipo Stick, it turned the armpits of all of my shirts orange. This stuff is crap. Try it today and see some real results. Ultra Lipo Stick, not available in stores. Results may vary. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio, where you just might die laughing. (laughs) Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, we've got Tracy, the hot nerd girl, in the studio. And uh, before the break, we were having a spirited discussion about... Things where face huggers like to stick their ping ping, I guess, is the best way I could explain that. Well, what what is the technical term, Derek? You tell me. It's I have clo- no idea. Close enough, Mike. <laughs> uh, before we get on to uh, to new business, uh, there's still some old business um, that I need to discuss. Thank so, you, Gomez. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for getting the reference. Well remembered. Um, so a while back, uh, I started a Patreon. I think is how it's pronounced. And then forgot about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just flat out forgot. And we actually have four patrons. So, 
Yeah, and they're supposed to get a monthly shout out. So to make up for that, uh, I'm sending them all stuff, swag stuff. I hate that I just used the word swag. Um, but I, I'm sending them all stuff. But in that spirit, I am going to go back to giving them their monthly shout outs. So, uh, to our, our four patrons, uh, patrons on Patreon. I also hate the name of the website. But, uh, anyway, uh, so Jay Booth, Sean Hart, Gaynan Parsons, and Jimmy Purcell, thank you all for being awesome and for supporting our show. Um, Look at that round of applause and everything. Yeah. Uh, we got to make them feel special. Exactly. I mean, we do, we do a lot of giveaways on the show and yeah. we go out and we do remote events. And so, uh, your guys' pledges, you know, help pay for stuff. Yeah. Gear, things like that. So we really appreciate it. And if you are listening and would like to become one of our patrons, you can go to patreon.com and just search Jack of All Nerds show. Uh, there are, you know, you can pledge as little as a dollar or as much as 50. And there's different rewards for your your patronage, I guess. Um, yeah, so definitely check that out. And once again, guys, thank you so much. Yes. All right, new business. New business. So I we started talking a little bit of uh, sci-fi. You know, we, actually, where the the discussion started was we were talking about your short stories. Oh yeah. And, that, <laughs> and I apologize, we took it to a dark that, place. That is yeah. where it went. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. So. <laughs> So I, I want to talk a little bit more about that uh, before we just get into like a general discussion of science fiction. Uh, so what started you on uh, on the path to writing? The path? Ooh, that was so dramatic. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could have uh, do it in a British accent. Does that make it more dramatic? Do yes, it. Yes, please. Tell, tell me what what started you on the path to, to writing. Do tell us. <laughs> Share with us your darkest secrets. No. Jesus Christ! I feel like you're a, I feel like you're a villain now. Like it, yeah, it was. It was not a. It wasn't. It wasn't like the type of. Oh yeah, so tell me about your, you know, your Sorry. stuff that, that you do. Please, yeah. sir, can I have some more? Yeah. Like, it's yours. Right. Is that is that what it needs to be? I think I think Kaylin yeah. needs so, to ask. All right. So yeah, I heard that you you write good <laughs> and things like that. I know it's from your childhood. So, there it is. So tell us, what's that all about then? Oh, I like that one. That yeah. one's good. Is that, is that, more, all this is that more friendly? Yeah. <laughs> it's more welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> we I just I just we just broke our guest. I know. We broke I, our guest. I, I, yeah, I apologize. Hold on. Look look, like, look like, into the face uh, of Patrick Stewart. <laughs> look into the face of action figure Jean-Luc Picard and pull it together. So angry. <laughs> it's um. just that's just resting captain faces all over. <laughs> Unless you're Kirk, because I don't know if he looked nearly as angry as Picard no, most no, of the time. No, no, he did not. <laughs> oh my gosh, resting Captain Face, that's awesome. <clears throat> um, writing. Yes. Serious things. Um, so uh, I've I've actually been a writer my whole life. My first poem was published when I was like eight years old, I think. Really? Yeah. So. Um, I, that was no don't get me wrong that was the last thing i had published before these short stories <laughs> so it's not like i've been a published author all these years but uh, i don't know I, I i have a hard time not writing and not reading mm-hmm. um it's just it's kind of in my blood so whether it's poetry or short stories or i've been working on kind of a, a three part epic fantasy trilogy for only about 10 years now um uh, yeah, I, I have to be writing something at all times. Sometimes it's a list, mm-hmm. a grocery list. 
laundry list, to do list, whatever. Right, right, yeah. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night, my hands just writing things. <laughs> I keep a journal by my bed. No, but I used what to. What does this face hugger sex yeah, mean? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, that's gonna be my nightmare tonight. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, you really I, have ruined her. <laughs> I used to do a lot of like RPG stuff, uh, specifically Star Trek RPGs. Nice. So that would that kind of anything that kind of scratches that creative itch. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. Know? So the blogging kind of scratched that creative itch as well. So. Yeah. Right. Well, you've intrigued me now with this three-part story that with no details. What's uh, what's because the name of it? Because if I give you details, I'll never finish it. it I'll called, jinx it. It's a it's a trilogy, so it's space skirmishes. No, that, no, um, it's it's fantasy. It's all ooh. yeah, swords and magic. And I like that. Ooh. I like that. And fun thing. I'm a I'm a bit of a a pen enthusiast myself. That sounded really gay. By the <laughs> way, just I like pens. that pen enthusiast. Yes. Um, no, but I've uh, the only book that I've ever written was was fantasy. I really enjoy fantasy, but I also love science fiction as well. Um, and I, I applaud your efforts. And even though I've not read anything because I'm a terrible host, um, <laughs> I fully, I fully intend to now. Well, cause I didn't know the extent of it. Now I do. So I will go and I will check this stuff out. And, that, and I also probably, I mean, I'm probably just a bad boyfriend too, cause I'm sure that Jojo told me that she purchased stuff from you. Yeah. And I. It's probably in your house. It, it is. Yeah. It's probably yeah. there for me to peruse. And I did not know that, but now I do. So I will check it out. It's okay. I forgive you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's really, I mean, she's really forgiving because of the, the Jean-Luc Picard <laughs> action figure. Really. I have bought her forgiveness. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, sometimes. I can be bribed. Yeah, you can't buy love, but everything else. Yeah, that's up for grabs. <laughs> My house is like Toy Story. I, the, 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 many action figures will welcome the new Picard. <laughs> yes. Or they'll be jealous and launch a plot to get rid of him. Oh, yeah. well, he has a phaser ready to go. I think he can defend himself. I, I feel like he's going to be the captain of her toys. <laughs> His other hand is ready to bitch slap, so... <laughs> I mean, now look at that Borg. It didn't stand a chance. That's true. It's like that ripped in true. half. Like he literally like stomped the Borg in half. It's <laughs> amazing. I feel like I, I feel like they need to have a Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton? Uh, yes. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Uh, an Ensign Crusher uh, action figure with a soundbite on the Picard figure that's just like, shut up, Will. <laughs> so you can have it on your shelf next to each other and then yeah. you just be delighted by that every time you walk into the room. I, that yeah. would, that would be amazing. It could be positioned such so that even if you don't take it out of the packaging, his head was like right there underneath <laughs> his hand that's ready to slap. <laughs> like a Picard backhand? Yeah. I, I like that idea. Make it so. Make it so. Ooh, Bam. Nice. Love it. So let's let's throw this question out there. What is your favorite sci-fi franchise? I I have great love for all, but I Star Trek is my first love. Okay. It's what I was raised on. I don't. I've never known a life without Star Trek. So, mm-hmm. uh, and are you original series, next generation, <coughs> Voyager? Um, <laughs> Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. And <laughs> Enterprise. <laughs> what's, what's your, what's your Babylon favorite? Five. <clears throat> what's your favorite? Definitely not Babylon Five. <laughs> what the hell? It's that's not even like, Star Trek. That's like, that's a major faux pas, I know. mister. I know. 
I coughed when I said it, okay? Although I was in a play production of a Babylon 5 episode. <laughs> you were not. I was. I most certainly was. <laughs> That's there, amazing. Is there documented There, there has to, please. I have a program. I don't know if there, there might be a video of it somewhere. I don't have a copy of it oh though. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds amazing and awful at the same time. <laughs> well, I was just the priest. So like the one guy with like the guy was being tortured. It was that episode. <laughs> Oh, the one with the guy, and he yeah. gets tortured yeah, by the, the thing and the stuff. By the and guy. The, yeah, I you know, basically got to be like ashes to ashes, dust to dust. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was that the exact uh, dialogue? Yes. Nice. Word for word, biatch. I remembered it all biatch. these years. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, so I was saying biatch before it was even cool. <laughs> That's right. Biatch. <laughs> I was I was so hoping you were gonna finish it like that. Yeah, it was perfect. It was good. <laughs> Strong. Uh, so no, what? So no, which which so was your favorite? Uh, I I'm one of those people that I, it's so hard for me to choose. I I have I have a deep deep great love for all Star Trek. But um, well, I I was very young when the Next Generation came out, and I remember watching the first episode and being very angry that it was not the original series. Mm. Then. The guy's head blew up in conspiracy, and I said, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's actually pretty graphic in that. They still, every time I watch it, they still have the disclaimer over the beginning, and I'm, and I'm like, cartoon, like, the cartoons are worse than this now. <laughs> really? A hamburger? Like, but, the, but for the time, I mean. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It almost, it almost didn't allow it to happen, but then the guy, who, I think one of the guys who designed it or something brought in his son, and his son was like, cool, and they were like, yes, we're keeping it. <laughs> So. Is that all it takes to get something That's past it. the TV board? But they That's had it. to do the disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I, I would say. I mean, if if a if a gun was to my head and I absolutely had to choose one series, I'd probably go with the Next Generation series. But I truly, truly, truly love all of them, and I, I probably D Space Nine would actually be my next favorite. I really loved. D- it was kind of the dark horse of Star Trek, but it was so interesting to me, and I. I loved Nog. I really, it was, it was my first email address was I love Nog at StarTrekMail.com. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And now today I am friends with Aaron Eisenberg because of that. <laughs> I've, I've never, honestly, I've never been able to make it through Deep what? Space Nine. How I've far watched, did you get? I, and look, and I know every, everyone that I know that's a huge fan of Star Trek, they're like, no, you gotta, I didn't, honestly, I didn't make it past season one. Uh, and they're like, no, you got to get to like season yes. three or four. Yes, where exactly. It really picks up. It's and the same I, thing with the next generation, obviously. Uh, actually, I, I, I'm going to give Mike credit because Mike Mike will suffer through quite a bit before he throws something out. Okay. He he's got way more dedication there, than I but do. But see, there's there's a possibility though that I was on Trek overload at that point because I there is no such thing. Big <laughs> 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 different. Um, <laughs> But that, I mean, that could be the case. Like I did, I have gone back and watched the, uh, Deep Space Nine Trouble with Tribbles crossover episode. Mm-hmm. I do, Trials and Tribulations. I do enjoy that very much. Yes. Uh, like just visually what they did, I thought was, was great, but it still did not make me go, you know, I should go back and, uh, rewatch Deep Space Nine. Oddly enough, yeah, I've too. made it, I've made it all the way through Voyager and I know that that is mm-hmm. like I love one of the. Voyager. I don't have any problems with it either, but you mentioned Trek to people and they're like, fucking Voyager, fucking, <laughs> fucking Janeway. And I didn't have any issues with the show. Um, even Jojo could not get, I tried to get her to watch. Really? Aww, she was like, that no. Makes me sad. She's like, these characters are boring. Aww. Uh, she hates Tuvok. But I mean. What? 
Yeah. Oh, I love Tuvok. Yeah, the Black Vulcan or the Blokin? Is that, is that the, a thing? The Blokin? Is that what you just said? <laughs> it's not, it's not a sexy moniker. It's, it's not. not it's, no. it Blokin really Lives Matter doesn't work. I'm sorry. See, There's I even love- tokens in space. <laughs> oh. I loved that there was a Black Vulcan. I thought that was so cool. Well, I had no issues with it, but the character does seem, and I know, I know they're supposed to be emotionless, but he was kind of a boring character. Really? And Jojo loves him. Spock. Like, that's her favorite character from any franchise, and she just could not get into the Tuvok. Mm. Um, Did she like T'Pol? I don't, the only character that I know, because again, she didn't watch regularly, like she would sometimes watch when I was watching, and... Uh, the only character she liked was, um, Jerry Ryan's character. Like that's. Seven of nine. Yeah, seven of nine. That's the only character she cared for. But she also likes those kind of badass, let's kill it first characters, cause she loves Worf. <laughs> <laughs> and let's, let's be honest, like seven of nine is the Worf of yeah. Deep. See, of that's why Voyager. you have to get to season four of Deep Space Nine, because when Worf gets to it, that's when a lot of people kind yeah. of came on board, you yeah. know? Yeah, probably, especially a lot of the next generation fans are like, wait, what? Who's that? Let's do this. But, um. I just took a D Space Nine quiz this morning. Actually, one of our, like, our, our biggest fan of pod thingy is this guy named Greg Davis. Shout out, Greg! In, uh, Tasmania. No kidding. He lives in Tasmania. But, um, he sent me this D Space Nine quiz and he was like, oh, I only got 23 out of 30. I'm a bad Trekkie. And I was like, I sent him a screenshot of my 30 out of 30. <laughs> I know you didn't say anything. I just kind of was like, here you go. Well, I think it was the hashtag bitch at the end. That was like, <laughs> hashtag like, biatch. Like, so. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if I'll go back. Cause even on, when I got to Enterprise, like I basically, um, because one of those, when I was younger, I saw some of Next Generation when it was on TV. Um, I had seen some of original series on videotapes. My friend, like his family, had like the entire collection. And you didn't so, have it on on Saturday, like Saturday nights. Mm-mm. Oh, see, so it was on every Saturday night when I was growing up. No, nope. didn't have that. Didn't have that luxury. And then I never, I didn't see any of Voyager or Deep Space Nine when they were on TV or Enterprise for that matter. Yeah. And then uh, they all hit Netflix, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna power through Just all Netflix this stuff. The shit out of that. And I did. And he oh, did deep, deep and hard. Um, <laughs> no, he, it's true. It, I, I wish he was exaggerating. I mean, but he's not, 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 not deep space nine and hard, but <laughs> it was, wow. it was close. But so I got, so I got, I did all of next generation again. Um, which I still, still my favorite franchise. Love it's it. It's like 25 seasons of Star Trek. It's, it's a lot did you do the animated series too? No, I don't, I don't know if they had that. I don't think Fail. they had that. I know. I know. <laughs> but then I got to, I got, not good enough. I got to deep space nine, got like, most of the way through the first season, I was like, this is not for me. Did Voyager, uh, got through all of Voyager, started Enterprise, and I think I got into like season two of Enterprise. And that wasn't like a, oh, I just have to stop watching this. I just, I legitimately was like, oh, I need a break from Star Trek. And so I haven't gotten through the rest of it. Oh, see, the, the last two seasons of Enterprise are stronger than the first two. Okay. Yeah. So, especially the last one. The so, last one is. So just is like Deep Space Nine, I gotta get to the, I gotta get to the end. For it to get good. Well, Enterprise was weird. And Enterprise, uh, now granted, Enterprise is the only one of the series that I've only, that I've seen each episode only one time. Mm-hmm. So, and it was when it was coming out. So it's been a few years, but it really struggled to find its footing more than any other show. And I think mm-hmm. that they, they wanted to explore this new territory and bring in new aliens and, and things like that. But 
they kept feeling like they had to bring in the crowd pleaser aliens. So then it was like, oh, we met a Klingon, but we yeah. weren't supposed to meet the Klingons yet. So we forgot about it. We're just going to erase it from the logs, you know? And so it, it was kind of awkward in that way. But then like there was a, there was a point where several people came in like Brent Spiner and, um, a lot of guest stars and, and that's when it just really started getting good and I don't know I, mm. which is interesting to think because like there were so many people from like Next Generation and uh, Voyager and, and I think even Deep Space Nine that were involved in like either directing mm-hmm. or, or like you said guest spots on Enterprise but yeah it's just because that was didn't it kind of get cut short and it's it did yeah it, I think they were kind of planning on about seven seasons like the, and it's Four? Like, yeah, I think it did four. I think the last season was kind of by the skin of their teeth, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a last ditch. But it been, but because of that, it was really good because I think they were trying to kind of save it. But yeah, yeah. Eh, what are you gonna do? Yeah. But I mean, I I get where it would be difficult because you are you're wanting to do something new, but when you go back in time to before original series, it, the like the technology obviously now for for video and and effects and things like that is is well beyond sure. anything for original series but you have to try to make everything look like it could have led to the original series well, and they had like a prototype transporter and, which yeah. really they sh- i mean transporters were kind of new you know cuz that's why Dr. McCoy was so freaked out about them you mm-hmm. know so it was kind of like but yeah cuz was it, i think it was uh, Star Trek the motion picture right where at the beginning of the movie they have a transporter malfunction and like killed somebody <laughs> i'm i'm pretty sure there was a, there was several times when transporters Good old trans scrambled people. Which let, let's let me throw that out there for both of you. Um, if if somebody was like, "Hey, we've got this new technology. You could beam to work, be there in an instant." What we're gonna do is we're gonna separate all your molecules yes. and put them back together. Yes. Would you do it? Yes. Wow, that was very quick for you to say. Yeah, that. she didn't even let you finish the question no. because well, I think we all know what the question was, but she's got her mind made up. What about you, Derek? I I, I mean. <sighs> I, it's, it's, I, like, pussy, you don't want to turn into the fly? I, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, I, look, I love Jeff Goldblum, but I've seen where his career has gone, and no, I don't, I don't want to be a fly that does apartments.com commercials. I just, that's not where I want to end up if my molecules all come back together in a bad way. Wow, Jeff Goldblum diss. Right, look, look, I know that life, uh, you know, finds a way, but, <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 definitely ventured off he's, the beaten he's path. He's doing stuff, dude. He's got Independence yeah. Day too. Ugh. I mean, I'm gl- look. No, look. I'm I'm glad that he's getting real work, but I can't. The the Apartments.com commercials are just too much for me. Any different than and he had that cameo doing Priceline. He, he had that cameo. It's not, it's not. It's not any better. It's not any better at all. He had that cameo in Jurassic World. I mean, given it was just a photograph, probably taken from the original movie <laughs> on a book cover, but. I still haven't seen Jurassic World. Oh. It's okay. Spoiler alert. He has a picture cameo in it. <laughs> Sorry to ruin that for you. I already know she wears heels the whole time and that it will yeah, annoy me because several like, people told me it will annoy you. It's okay at best. I, yeah. That's, that's the least of things that'll probably annoy you. I mean, yeah. I, people, <laughs> people that like just were like, Oh my God. And, Calm down. Like, I didn't. I didn't dislike the film, but yeah, it, when it took when the when the T Rex was keeping pace with a jeep in the first movie, 
and she's out running it. Yeah. In this it, one, it, you're like, um, no. Yeah. Let's, let's pump your brakes a little yeah. bit. I heard it was also kind of a love letter. It is. Yeah. It's very much a love letter. Yeah. Absolutely. It is um, the Force Awakens of Jurassic Park. Yeah. I, I, that's, yeah, absolutely. Except yeah. the Force Awakens was a better love letter. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, you hear that the new CBS Star Trek series is going to supposedly take place between the original series and, and the next generation. I heard I had rumors about that that it was supposed to be more of the in the like original series vein. Still of time. a rumor, but yeah. could be interesting if it was like Enterprise BC mm-hmm. era. Honestly, at this point, I would be happy for them to bring a series back. Like I don't know why it's taken so long for that yeah. to happen. But are you bummed um, that it's going to be on CBS.com though? Like their oh, new streaming me. thing. Oh, that yeah. Pisses yeah, that's kind of gross. Off. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't like that at all. Like a hundred bucks for cable. We pay for Netflix. Yeah. I. But the truth is, like, I won't pay for it. Like, yeah. Have to pay for BBC now. Yeah. No. Like as much as as much as I think it would be great to bring one like that type of world back to television, which I I think they should because especially like with Disney purchasing Star Wars, they're able to kind of pump out as much stuff as they want. And you know, you've got Star Wars: The Clone Wars. You've got Star Wars: Rebels. You've got all these like anthology films, like you're able to just put all that stuff out. So now Star Wars is very much a part of our culture now. Whereas Star Trek is like, you still always have to go back. You don't get anything new. And then to like bring something new and then to make it like that restrictive and not as accessible. I think that's kind of insulting. Yeah. You know what needs to happen? Disney needs to buy Star Trek. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we can have the first ever Star Wars Star Trek crossover movie <laughs> yes. directed by J.J. Abrams. I, my... Except one is a long time ago and one is in the future. They, dude, they do so much stuff with temporal displacement. Yep, I was going to say, I don't, I don't think it, it would even matter. matter. Yeah, it don't think matter it would even matter. Have you read the Star Trek uh, Doctor Who crossovers in the comics? I have seen them. I've not read them. Um, they also did a, uh, with crossovers, just recently they did a Green Lantern Star mm-hmm. Trek crossover, which did I they was, really? Yeah. Oh wow. This yeah. is all IDW, right? I doing this? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So yeah. Blaine, where do you stand on uh, transporter uh, to work business? Hell no. <laughs> I really? So we've got two solid no's and, yeah, and one wimps. one absolutely. What about you? <sighs> what do you? You know what? You only live once. Yellow. Especially if your molecules don't come back together. <laughs> that was the first time I've ever said YOLO. I'm a little ashamed of myself. So you know what? We were... I, I, nobody believes that because the way it flowed out, that was definitely. And actually, only because of how far you drove did we not judge you for it. So it's the three energy drinks. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I would, I would do transporter. Even if I found out, like in that uh, science fiction short story, that it was just a murder booth where they they duplicated, they cloned me in another pod <laughs> and murdered the previous me in the old pod, like That's, I'd still be okay. You'd with be that. okay with that? Ignorance booth. is bliss. Ignorance well. is bliss. <laughs> All right. I would choose a replicator over a transporter, though. Mm. I hate cooking. Yeah. And I hate shopping. Yeah, your Mike's favorite thing is the hollow deck. Oh, that's. I would never. That's the greatest. Th- that's to Mike. That's leave. the greatest invention because of all time. Because here's the thing: I hate people. <laughs> no, I do. I'm and if I could that. just, I, if I could just program fake people that are just how I want them, like I would. Yeah, never leave. <laughs> just live there forever. Live action D and D. My God. <laughs> and then you risk falling in love Ooh. with a holographic character. That's fine. She's gonna outlive me anyway. The computer, like, that's that's cool. Whatever. Like, 
I, she I develops don't, a flaw. I don't pause see. It. I'll change that shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I thought I told you to take the trash. I'd be like, program halt. Exactly. Um, <laughs> delete. Exactly. <laughs> program. Tell that bitch to never, ever tell me what to do again. Wow. <laughs> Oh my! You guys are making a hard sell for the holiday. I yeah, I uh, on Deep Space Nine though, then they become self-aware. Well, that's awkward. <laughs> the ho- really? There's, Actually, there's they, a lounge singer. And yeah, they they, uh, they did that on uh, Next Generation too. Yeah, right. Because the um, oh, why am I blanking on his name? Sherlock Holmes, Nemesis Moriarty. Moriarty. Oh, Remember yeah, when yeah, that happens? yeah, yeah, yeah. He becomes self-aware and like takes over the ship yeah. twice. Yeah. That happened? Yeah. Yeah. So that would be awkward. They I'm like, uh, computer, pause program. She'd be like, no. Like, what, wait, what, what? Why is she, what? Why are you not? Damn it. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> Please don't kill me. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't do that, Michael. <laughs> Why have you switched off the safety parameters? <laughs> I think that would be the scariest thing ever is when your is when your holograms become self aware. <laughs> so what, they, all, AI, time. AI, always. It's, it's all bad. Always. That's always the end game. Is we the, have nanotechnology now. The Borg are coming. Oh God, don't. Uh, Skynet. Resistance <sighs> is futile. Yep. 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 As we've learned. Uh, all right. Well, it's time for our final commercial break of the evening. Yay! Uh, oh, sorry, what? <laughs> Yeah, no, you can cheer for that. Yeah. No more commercial. Yay! Uh, when we come back, we're going to keep up this uh, sci-fi talk, um, preferably not talking about holodecks murdering me anymore. Um, but I'm, I'm having fun with this, so we'll keep it. We'll keep the ball rolling. We'll do the one where Data becomes a stand-up comic. That's that's a special one for me. <laughs> he is my favorite character, so he can do no wrong, <laughs> except for Nemesis. Uh, so. We- Oh. Story about that. Well, you know what? We're going to hear it when yep. we come back. So if you wish to join the conversation, give us a call 909-989-0789 or message us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Jack of All Nerds. We will be right back. It's called Game of Thrones. Well, I read the fucking books. I said I read the fucking books. Bad radio, good radio, and chaotic radio. In that order. Brandon, what's up? Dude, we have a new partner here at Chaotic Radio called Puro Clean. Have you heard of them? Name sounds familiar. They're the people you call when you have water damage or mold, stuff like that. Huh, I remember waking up on Christmas morning to a flooded house. Totally sucked. Puro Clean also handles biohazard waste and fire damage. Man, these are some good dudes. PuroClean can handle all of that? Yep. Go to PuroClean.com or call 909-360-5300. That's it. Just go to PuroClean.com or call 909-360-5300? Yep. Yep. That's it. That's all you got to do. They're the paramedics of property damage. So PuroClean handles water or fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup? All of that? Swear, Brandon, nothing gets by you. Sharp as a tack. Look, if you don't believe me, listen to the man himself. Hello, my name is Ruben Terrazas, and at Puro Clean, water damage, fire damage, mold, and biohazard cleanup is our business. Let my highly trained staff ensure that your home or business are safe and secure. 
PuroClean is approved by all major insurance companies and ready to restore your property today. Call PuroClean today, 909-360-5300, or go to PuroClean.com today. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's the Barber. Tune in to the Rantaholics every Wednesday night from 6 to 8 p.m., only on Chaotic Radio. What's the worst that could happen? Add a little fun to your boring life? Don't be a little bitch. Tune in. Are you and your friends looking for a fun night out, but you're tired of the same old gathering spots? Then you need to get roadhoused. The Etiwanda Roadhouse, located at 12583 Highland Avenue in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Conveniently located near the Day Creek exit off the 210 freeway. The Etiwanda Roadhouse has nightly food specials, drink specials, pub trivia, karaoke, live entertainment and dancing, and all your favorite sports displayed on large flat screen televisions. For more information, check them out on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash E Roadhouse. That's Facebook.com forward slash E Roadhouse. Get Roadhouse at the Etiwanda Roadhouse. This is Dave from the Dave Matthews Band for Rad. When you go out and party, get drunk, then drive, you're not only loaded, you're a loaded weapon. When you celebrate, designate. Choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hey, what's up? This is Chappie from Chaotic Motorsports. Have you been thinking about riding a motorcycle? I have. Maybe for saving time and money on your commute or just being a weekend warrior. Then reach out to the crew at RideRight.net. RideRight is the state's leading certified motorcycle training school that will help you get your DMV riding requirements to get your license fast. Hey, everyone. This is Zig from the Zig Zone. And not only do I raid the airwaves on my show, but I also have been a rider for more than 30 years. I am also a motor motorcycle training instructor for Ride Right. I've been teaching for Ride Right for over a decade, and I can tell you that all of the instructors are fantastic. Whether you are new to riding or currently riding and want to improve your skills, Ride Right is for you. It's easy and very affordable. With three locations in California to serve you, Riverside, Van Nuys, and Temecula, and more on the way, go to their website at riderite.net. That's R-I-D-E-R-I-T-E dot net, or you can call them at 951-736-8179. That's 951-736-8179. So even if you don't have a bike, call them. They supply the bikes for training and can help you get your license. Make sure you tell them Zig sent you and mention Chaotic Radio for a special discount. I will see you there. Riddle me this, Batman. Where can I find the best selection of comic books in the Inland Empire? I'm not playing your twisted game, Nigma. Oh, just answer the question, Batsy, and we'll let you go. <laughs> yes, unless you think you have something to fear. You might want to find someone to write new riddles. The answer is Four Color Fantasy's comic book store in Rancho Cucamonga. They have the biggest selection of comics, graphic novels, and collectibles. For more information, visit them on the web at fourcolorfantasies.com or give them a call at 909-563-8751. Fourcolorfantasies.com, 
8751. He got every detail correct. Well, who came up with this ridiculous question? You did. Oh, you're right. I guess we'll leave that to you next time. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we have to let him go. But I didn't get to use my fear toxin. Oh, hi-ho, everyone. This is Kermit the Frog. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Tonight, we've got Tracy, the hot nerd girl, in the studio. Before the break, we were talking about a lot of Star Trek. Uh, and there was something mentioned about a story involving Star Trek Nemesis before the break. Well, I I think a weird movie psychic a little bit. I think a lot of people probably are. Um, but I went to Nemesis. I was really really excited, and uh, I was it was me and probably about fifteen guys. I was the only girl. I was probably one of about five girls in the whole audience. <laughs> wow. But um, I was on the very end, kind of towards the center, and we took up the whole row. And uh, I figured out about. 15 minutes in, what was going to happen? You mentioned Data being your favorite character. Mm-hmm. And I just started sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> 15 minutes into the movie, I'm sobbing uncontrollably. Finally, I see like, like my friend kind of looks over at me. He's like, are you okay? And I look over and there's like 15 guys, like, like, like dominoes, like staring at me. Like, what is she doing? Why is she crying? <laughs> and I just like looked over and I'm like, I know, I know what's going to happen. And they're like, what are you talking about? You crazy lady. And I'm just like, just watch, just watch, <laughs> just keep watching. They just introduced Picard's clone. What's she getting all weird about? <laughs> right. Exactly. It doesn't even look like Picard. His lips are too big. But, uh, yeah. And then like it happened and they all kind of went, Oh, Okay. Honestly, I do. I love Data, and that movie pissed me off Mm -hmm. because if you're going to kill the character, that's fine. Do that. Like, just do it. Commit to it. But don't give us retard Data (laughs) (laughs) at the at the end of the movie. And then, wow. and then, and then, look, look, you can, you can sugarcoat it all you want. That's what he was. Yeah. He was Downsy Data. Let's just, that's what he was. Uh, but like to give Jesus that. Christ, Downsy. <laughs> I, I like the alliteration of it. It's anyway. So moving on. But at the end of the movie where they like tease us with the, him singing and you're like, oh, okay. So he's just going to be Data. Like you, then you didn't actually kill the character. You know what I mean? Like you've, you've given us this replacement and I don't like that at all. Yeah. You know how there was like the head though? Did you like wonder if it was going to be time zero? Like all kind of come full circle? I, no? no, I don't think so because, you know, because they had already done that. And I think maybe at the time I thought like, oh yeah, they're going to, you know, they're, I like, maybe they are going to kill him, but I, did not expect them to be like, oh, we're going to kill him and replace him with this. Like, I just, it, that just bugged the crap out of me. And overall, I didn't, I know a lot of people hated Nemesis. I didn't hate it, um, but just like, I think the, the way they ended it just left a really. I wanted of, uh, one more TNG movie. Just mm-hmm. really, really badly wanted. I was like, it can't end on this. I, I, I actually enjoy Nemesis. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. But I don't want it to be the end yeah. of their yeah. story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Brent Spiner and I actually share the same birthday. Wow. He's a groundhog baby as well. And, and 
I've met him twice and he remembered me the second time. I'm really excited. You've met him twice? I'm so jealous right now. And if you're watching Brent Spiner, I'm totally a Spiner femme. That's that's a thing. What? You've never seen Trekkies? I know. The documentary Trekkies? No, I have not. Oh my God, it's amazing. And there's this lady on there and she moved to LA and she moved to, and she was like, she's like out on the porch and she's like, she's like, you see that hill in the distance? And they're like, yeah. And she's like, on the next hill is where Brent Spiner is, lives. And, and when I just need a break, I just come out here and I just take a Brent break. And then she like whips open her safe and it has like all of her photographs from every convention she's been to where Brent Spiner's been there. And it's what? just like, it's like okay. total like stalker photos yeah, that's of bit, Brent Spiner. It's a bit weird. It's amazing. Wow. And she's like, I'm a Spiner femme. That's that's a thing. I mean, it's important to have goals. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I and mean, because what is life without goals? <laughs> you gotta see that movie. It's crazy. Yeah. No, I and yeah. I don't, yeah. I it's that. a little intense. There's the guy who cosplays, as, or he actually he, he assumes the identity of, um, you know, the um, the Casino Royale episode of TNG, and there's the astronaut, and he's like a skeleton in his astronaut suit, and. Mm-hmm. You know, he has that copy of that book with about gangsters, and so the aliens like created this whole world thinking that was Earth. So there's a guy who assumed the identity of the astronaut's wife, who never is mentioned or appears or it does not exist. This character does not exist. But so he looks like Deanna Troy, but he's doing this character, and he comes up. He came up with a song, and he's singing the song, and and he can't remember the words to his own song. It's amazing. You got to see this movie. <laughs> wow. It's only been out for like 15 years. No, I know it's been out for a very long time. I've had, trust me, I've had There's ample opportunities. <laughs> I've had ample opportunities to see it. I've just chosen not to. Oh, see, I love it. I love all of it. <laughs> What's, uh, what I think is most interesting about Nemesis is that at the time, I did not know, obviously, because he was nobody at the time, but now he's somebody. And so to go back and watch Nemesis and realize that it's a very young, Tom Hardy, uh, Tom Hardy mm-hmm. in that role, you're just like, get, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, what the hell? And it's like insane. He's so young and so thin. He's so thin. Yeah. And now he's like roided out, like yeah. for every movie he's in, but. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did appear in Nemesis. <laughs> I narrowly avoided snorting right there. <laughs> it was a close call. Uh, well, you know, that's what I live for. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, you know, we've talked a lot about Trek. Obviously, you're a fan of Star Wars. What's your favorite Star Wars? Uh, don't make Don't say Attack of the Clones. Don't say no. Attack of the Clones. Actually, I was just going to say, don't say Ewok Adventures. <laughs> you... Time is gonna tell on that one, Mike. <laughs> That's how, so. You the 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 woman who's in Ewok Adventures is actually my friend's aunt. <laughs> I mean, I, I love I love Look, Ewok Adventures. For, what I'm saying. For, the, for the record, I legit love Ewok Adventures, and he can go fuck himself. I love that movie. It's okay. I haven't seen this friend since college, but oh, okay. <laughs> I still I won't retract my statement that I believe in Ewok Adventures. Well, then I absolutely retract my statement. It's terrible. It's a terrible piece of cinema. <laughs> so, I, I, on the topic of Ewoks, I know everybody loves Empire Strikes Back, and I love it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a finale girl. I love Return of the Jedi. 
I just love it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like the, the endings that are all wrapped up. So you're saying that you're a, you're a big fan of Revenge of the Sith? Is that... I, is that what I take from that statement? You know what? I think of the prequels, it's the best of the three. <gasps> well, I look, in all fairness, like, it's, you know. It's not a good movie. Look, it's the only, it's like, if they're all <laughs> shit, that's the one that's the emoji. Really? Because like, I honestly think, and, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, hate for the Jar Jar, but I think Phantom Menace is the strongest out of the three originals. <laughs> I do. I, I saw it because of Darth Maul. Yeah, because I, I, I was going to say I don't think thirty seconds of Darth Maul no, is enough to make for, up for a bad for movie. For me, it's because Sorely underutilized character. I think yeah, the entire end of that movie is that they, the way that that movie ends with like everything coming together and the, and Duel of the Fates playing, like that whole thing. Regardless of how you felt about the rest of the movie, it finishes that movie so strong that you leave going like this was great. Like that's how mm. I felt when I first saw it. Whereas. Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith did not end strong for yeah. me. I'm sorry, but something about Vader just going, no. Oh, God. You had to do it. You this had not, to do it. You know, he really hates that. I do. But I hate d- it so it much. just was not a strong ending for me. Yeah. And even the, you know, I have the higher ground, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite memes is a picture of Padme crying, and she's like, you're going down a path I cannot follow. Yeah, I uh I don't think I like any of them and I <laughs> I and you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that the Clone Wars series is so far superior uh to those movies and they influence the perspective of those movies so much that it almost makes me feel like those films missed the mark even though the Clone Wars was made after, you know, that that ser- like they did all of those characters that you see. So, you know, Dooku, and then they have, you know, the, the Ahsoka side character of just how much she influences Anakin to become what he becomes more so than anything you see in those films. Uh, Darth Maul is finally utilized in a way that makes sense. Uh, Sidious is of so much more of a imposing character. Like all, everything that leads up to those films, like it almost actually watching that series actually made me dislike the Jedi order. Like, cause there's such dick. Like I don't even like Yoda anymore. Like I haven't forgiven him wow. for what a dick he was the end of that series. But yeah, I, it's, it's hard for me to like those movies. The prequel, the prequel, the pre, the, the prequels aren't all bad. You can't you can't drop that statement and then just like that's not like, you better that is, have a follow up. That is not a microphone drop. Yeah, no, not at all. Statement. Nope. You have nope. to back that up. There, I mean, I mean, look at Darth Maul for example. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic character that yes. came out of that. And as far as producing a timeline of events, I think that it plays a part in that. Now. I'm, it's awkward for me because I'm not a huge fan of the movies, but my Star Wars steampunk universe character is a character from that series. So I play Sabe, who's the bodyguard, body double of Amidala. Oh, okay. So, and my costume, ironically, um, is from my least favorite of them, which is Attack of the Clones. It's like the, the fireplace black boob heaving mm-hmm. costume. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mostly because I just like the outfit, <laughs> and it was easy to steampunk up. So, um, 
So I like I, I have a hard time being a complete hater of it. Just, I've actually grown to appreciate them more since doing the Star Wars steampunk universe stuff. Mm. Before that, I was just like, bleh, I hate it, blah blah blah. These are stupid. Blah, blah. Um, but um, actually, our 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 Darth Maul, Baron Vamal, is quite um knowledgeable about everything Star Wars. Like he reads all the comics. Mm. He it, it knows all about the EU. He's he's like our encyclopedia of of Star Wars, our Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Um, so actually conversations with him are what has allowed me to appreciate certain parts of the, the prequels more. Mm. Not a complete waste. <laughs> but you Just had mostly a waste. But you did mention that Return of the Jedi is your, is your favorite. Mm-hmm. So what is it about that? Aside from it just being, you know, the big finale, what, what is it about that that you love? Love the Ewoks. I do. Yes, I do. I love, love Ewoks. Aww. I can't even hate Wicked. her for it. I'm not even gonna falter for it. I, I don't care. There's so okay. Cool. You can judge me all you want. Done. When no one dies, I'm like, oh, no. It's like the only. <laughs> what's amazing is it's like it's like they're taking on an entire empire fleet, and they show one Ewok out of the entire nation that dies. And it's like like a mega ton of people die, and then like the one dog dies, and everybody's like, no, yeah. damn it. <laughs> No! Well, and even then, they probably redacted that where he was just sleeping later. I don't know. <laughs> um, but the one thing I do hate about, about, um, Return of the Jedi is when they changed it to, uh, the young Anakin. I can't, I, I have. Ugh. I almost stood up and walked out to punch something right then because yeah. that. That infuriates yeah, me. Yeah, it is uh, more than anything. Because he else. didn't look like that when he no, died. They don't he, change Obi Wan to Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah, they just no, change it's, it's, David Christensen. Uh, and David Prowse deserves the love. Yeah. So yeah, no, he and, it's, and it's, it's more so insulting. It's more than that. I mean, yes, when you get into the the quote unquote science of it, yes, they, they you still have old Obi Wan, so it should be old Anakin. That when he was redeemed, by the way, yeah, right. when he came back right. to the light, that's when he. He, that's his form. Yeah. Not when he was the ultimate, uh, I'm going to kill all the younglings. Yeah. Uh, not, you know, not when he killed all the sand yeah. people. Not when he went to the dark side. That should not be. But the fact that fucking Hayden's stupid face, when he almost, <laughs> he does that kind of like, like gun shooty thing without actually doing it. That's, he does that. I'm not alone on this. <laughs> wow. You're like, Pachoo. like to, to Luke. You're like, gotcha. You know, you know what I mean? Like that's what he does, and I'm just like, no, it's the worst. Why would it's, you do that? No, it's the worst. Yeah, I, yeah, it's I, awful. I can even handle like all the the special effects things they added, even though it, I don't like them. The lounge singers, oh, like God. it drives me oh. nuts. But I could handle it if they didn't change it to Hayden Christensen. Yeah, I even that. I just rewatched uh, that trilogy recently, and uh, I it's. Uh, that like watching Return of the Jedi, like that shit is so overt to me. Where it's like, it, it, there's no point where you're like, was this maybe part of the original? No, it's it's just immediately like, fuck this. This was not in the original well, film. And even when you when you go into the special features and it's like, well, we intended to have this. And it's like, but you didn't. But you didn't. So just and that's why it was good. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah, no, the the lounge singer and that whole can like. That whole cantina scene is so, you know, in Jabba the Hutt's lair and everything. It's so dark and kind of, kind of twisted and like gritty. And it's just a, it's such a cool intro. Like that whole 20 minute sequence of like. It's a wretched hive of scum and It is. And then when you put this silly CGI thing, it's just, it, it takes you out of 
how dark and weird that like, whole place is. Kind of like the Ewoks. No, no, not at all. Not even, not even, not even no, close. Because that's see, Jedi for me when the movie starts, like the first half of the movie, I love. It's like it is my favorite. Mm. The first half of Jedi is my favorite. Yeah. Is my yeah. favorite. Yeah. But the second they get to Endor, I'm out. Like I, <laughs> the movie loses me. I, I love just. It. I, I always no. wanted to have a treehouse too. So it's kind of living. They, don't they have the best treehouse in the world? Oh, like, yes. No whole tree Lost universe. Boys, Lost Boys and Hook have the best treehouse. Okay, oh, you know actually, what? I'll, I'll give, give you that, that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jinx. <laughs> no, I don't high five. I sci five. You sci five? That's strong. That's <laughs> that's legit. Get it right. Sci five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that to everybody now. That is like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Which I was totally doing before they made the t-shirt. Just <laughs> I haven't even uh, seen the t-shirt. Like, no, I haven't me, seen no, Really? That was nope. like, somebody actually bought... I, I, I didn't know they did either, but somebody bought me one because I sci-fived everybody all the time. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I... Well, we didn't know about the t-shirt, so you get all the credit. Oh, yeah. yay. Yep. <laughs> Pod racers. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> I just love that in all of the prequels, every single character is so racially stereotyped. Like it's impossible to that's, separate. That's my least favorite part of it. It is. Life. It is so overt. Like I don't care what you tried to say about it. Like that you, they're racially stereotyped. Every single person in that movie. And well, I'm all, I, I want more diversity so bad. Yeah. And so, but, but when not, it's such a bad stereotype yeah. like that, it make, yeah. it kind of makes me angry. Yeah. It's, well, it's kind of hurtful. And also the, the languages, you know, where you, you talk about Trek and they have like fully, like you can go to a university and learn Klingon. Yeah. No, absolutely. The Star Wars languages <laughs> are, I don't even know what you said, but I like it. <laughs> it's a, it's a love language. It it's is. It's a romance language. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. So. But like the languages in Star Wars are so fucking lazy. Yeah, no, they are. And the they are. the biggest thing to that is uh, Bantha Pudu. Okay, it's when I think the subtitle for it is Bantha Fodder. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you get to Sebulba in the pod racing sequence, and he loses, and he shouts Pudu. So he <laughs> shouts Fodder. Why would you shout that in anger? <laughs> it makes no sense. Well, it's like Spanish. It's not a direct. It's not a direct translation. Sure, you're You're overthinking it. Nope. Whatever. No. Jar Jar. Whatever. Jar Jar fan. Yeah. No. Because no, it's it's not. It's not. It's true that it's lazy because you can't buy a book on how to speak. No. Any of those. And in a lot of the Star Wars video games, it'll be like the same, like the Hut language, the Hut ease. Yeah. It'll be like the same two sentences of dialogue just repeated with different subtitles, and you're like, wait, what? But with with anything from Trek, any of those places, or it, uh, another example would be like the Lord of the Rings. Those are actual yeah. languages that like somebody took the time to create. So if you want to learn how to speak them, you can, and you can be fluent in any one of those languages. Tolkien wrote The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings as a vehicle for his languages. Yeah, no, because he was a linguist. Yeah. Like he was a linguist teacher. So every language that's spoken in there is a actual language that you can learn and speak quite a cunning linguist from what i understand hey oh bazing i I will i look i'm just gonna give a disclaimer i hate the big bang theory uh so anytime i say that it's actually family guy and it's stewie uh because he there's the episode where lois and uh peter are trying to make another kid 
and Stewie does not want to be, he wants to be the youngest forever. And he does that little like shrinkage into the body. Yes, thing. it's yeah. that episode. And then he, Inconceivable. and so he does this whole thing where he's like, ugh, all this keeping people from having sex. Now I know what the Catholic Church feels like. <laughs> Bazing! And then he walks away. That's where I got it from. It's all of Derek's greatest hits are from Family Guy. It His is. It's Ro- true. Roadhouse is from Family yep. Guy. So. Yep. That's where I stole it from. Those crazy manatees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad somebody got that. Oh, no. it's that. Uh, <laughs> I love it. And I love that they just rolled with it. They were like, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much how our writer's room is. <laughs> They didn't even take it as an insult. They were like, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much how we write every episode. <laughs> well, I regret to inform you that we are out of time. No! Wow, we got I, I Derek. Uh, we got Derek to do the long Vader note. You know what? We were just such on a nerd tear. I just, I couldn't. We, we nerded out hard. Yeah. We, we nerded yeah. hard in this, this episode. This, is, this was a lot of fun. That's um, my slogan. Hashtag nerd harder. Oh, God, I love it so hard. Is it like Die Hard, Die Harder? Die Harder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, wow. Tracy, thank you again for for trekking so very far. Bam! Bazing! <laughs> to be here. Uh, this this was absolutely a lot of fun. And um, where where can people go to find out more about you? Well, and not in like a pervy kind of way. Oh, but like, yeah, you know, no, not like a stalker not, kind of way. Yeah. Uh, no. uh, well, thank you for having me. First of mm-hmm. all, this was a lot of fun. Well worth the trek. Um, I can be found at hotnerdgirl.com, facebook.com slash hotnerdgirl, Twitter at hot underscore nerd underscore girl, instagram.com slash hotnerdgirlofficial, <laughs> and Pinterest.com slash hot nerd girl. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. I'm sensing I, I a think, theme. Yeah, I think it's pretty pretty uh, common <laughs> across the board. Oh, Derek, do you have any shows coming up? Uh, we do. So next week I will not be in the studio I, I uh, because uh, Matt and I will be hosting the comedy thing mm-hmm. uh, as we do on the last Thursday of every month. Uh, we have a amazing lineup. Uh, with, uh, Chris Cope headlining. Uh, he was on Laughs. He won the Big Sky Festival, which is a huge deal. Uh, super funny. It's a great lineup. It's always free. Uh, it's at the DBA, uh, wine bar in Pomona. And, uh, yeah. What, what time? Uh, 8 p.m. Yeah. Is like, uh, like Hillary and de Blasio said, will it be on CP time? So it'll be like 8.30. Yeah. So like, look, it's, look, 8 p.m. is when you should, you know, get a drink. Uh, 8.30 is probably when we're going to start. Yes. And, of course, since Derek will not be here, the uh, the diggle to my Oliver Queen, Mr. Sam Ridley, will be here <laughs> in Derek's place. Or as I also like to call him, Derek 2.0. <laughs> he does not like that one. <laughs> I'm going to stick with diggle. That's... <laughs> Uh, but he will be here, and we'll have another guest in the studio, uh, one of the uh, writers of Skies of Fire, which is a diesel punk uh, sort of comic book. Very interesting stuff. We're going to have them in the studio and talk all about that. Uh, so you definitely want to check that out. As always, this will be available in podcast form on our website, jackofallnerdshow.com. Also go there, check out our comic strip, The Dark Crusader, our uh, web series, The Village Bridiot, all that kind of good stuff, and all our other shows. And uh, once again, Tracy, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Happy to have you. 
And uh, this has been the Jack of All Nerds. We will talk at you later. Nearly 14 million years ago, expansion started. Wait, the earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool, Neanderthals developed tools, we built a wall. We built the pyramids, math, science, history, unraveling the mystery that all started with a big bang. Hey! Since the dawn.